0: Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio.
1: And another jam-packed weekend for you here at Animal Radio. World-famous author, poet, musician, politician, animal lover, all-around fun guy, Kinky Friedman, is back on Animal Radio this weekend. And uh, we'll find out what happened with his run for governor in 2005. Apparently it didn't work out. <gasps> Uh Governor of Texas. So listen up, Texas affiliates. Also, Vlade, the Russian dog wizard, is back to help you if you have a problem. With your dog. Or your husband. Oh, okay. 1-866-405-8405. He's kind of an all-around kind of guy, too, and he can help you out with any one of your problems. Let's go to the phones. Hi, who's this?
2: Hi, this is uh, Fernando. Hey, Fernando. How are you doing? Good, good. Um,
1: Where are you calling from?
2: I'm calling from Montebello. Los
1: California. Angeles. Listening yes. on coast. Yes, sir. Okay.
2: Co- uh, I was hearing your animal show. I never, I, I never heard that in the morning. I, I was never up that early it's, I had to work last night, and this morning me and my wife were coming home, and uh, we heard your show, and I thought, I thought it was great.
3: Well, thank
1: you. Well, awesome. You know, you can hear it online any time, so you don't have to wake up uh, at that time to, to hear it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I just had to work for the, the holidays because the Christmas parade, uh, in Hollywood.
1: Oh, what were you doing? What were you doing?
2: I uh, was just doing security work.
1: I was um, in that parade uh, about 10, 15 years ago.
2: Really? Yeah. All right.
1: So, so what's, uh, what's on your mind, Fernando?
2: My question was on the Chihuahua was, uh-huh. was, um, uh, what's the best way to, um, to, uh, like try to talk to them or train them or something? What
1: are what, they doing? Yeah. What's what, what are they doing that they're you don't
2: biting like? Every, they're biting everything in my house. They're eating the couch. They're eating every single thing they're eating everything they're like just everything is plastic and everything the last thing that I touch before I leave they'll, they'll, they'll either hold on to it till I get back and they'll chew on it or whatever but they'll'll they'll, they eat mostly plastic
1: how long have you had them
2: uh, i've had um let's see the first one four years and they made a couple so for the last four years
1: so for four years they've been chewing on things
2: actually the, just the newer ones for the last year they've been chewing on things the new, the new ones. Like I have like uh, two sets of the new ones.
1: And they're, they're things that you've touched or plastic?
2: They chew. They eat my glasses. They eat my phone. They, the, <laughs> they, they chew the phone cords. They chew anything that's around my little area.
1: They they like the way Daddy smells, huh?
2: Pretty much. I think that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I don't know how to get them off that.
1: Well, you know, the cords, you, you got to watch out, especially around the holidays. And I know that there's a couple of things you can do with the cords. You can spray... Uh, either uh, lemon juice or Tabasco sauce or something nasty on the cord so that they won't be chewing on that. There's also a little thing called the critter cord, which uh, uh, the critter cover, which covers cords. I know that you can get that like at Petco or PetSmart. Now, the other things, boy, you know, if they like the
3: way you smell, that's a tough one. What do you think, Judy? Well, do you have a lot of toys for them to play with?
2: Yeah, I have many toys, but... They uh, they seem to like my, my oh, especially my caps. They, they'll chew my caps at the back end of the cap. You know, that little, that little Velcro? Uh-huh. They'll chew that off. They'll chew the plastic things off, the ones with the little knots on there. You know, and when the they do it,
1: what what do you do, Fernando, when they do that, if you catch them doing do that?
2: It, I tell them no. And then after uh, <laughs> I just tell them no, and I stop my foot, or I get a newspaper, and I hit my hand with it really hard. Like, well, but I don't hit them. But I hit my hat. Like I, like I make a loud noise. Uh huh.
4: That's, and that's then, good. Then,
2: and then what they do is they roll on their back. <laughs> I, tell, I tell them, I go, I'm gonna give you some pan con queso. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay. Which, and, then, and then you get on their back, you know. But then after that, like, then they all ah, they go up to me and I'm like, ah, come here, <laughs> you know. And then I get and I kiss back up to them.
1: <laughs> uh, so they're getting your they're getting your attention. They know your number. They know yeah. exactly, and they turn submissive. They're like submissive.
2: kids, man. Like, they're like my kids. Like, I, I, I'll, I'll tell my kids, no, I don't do that shit. And then I, you know, like, tell them all kinds of stuff. And then later on, they'll give me that little sad face. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, come here, man. You know, it's the same thing.
3: So, what you need to do is when you catch them chewing on something, like you say, you know, make a loud noise, tell them no, then substitute, give them something. Don't keep all their toys out all the time because then it's like a kid, they become bored with them. You know how kids like new toys? If you have like 10 different toys, rotate them. Bring about, you know, two or three toys out at a time, hide the others, and then every week rotate them. It's like a new toy. And, And when they're chewing on something, tell them no but then give them a toy give them you got you something that divert achieve. divert their attention you know, okay. give them something give them some other toy to chew on and, you know, keep bringing out new toys and rotating them. And every time they're
2: all looking at me like, you know, I'm talking to you,
1: <laughs> Well, they, they know uh, someone's on the phone trying to help them. Well, they have your number pretty much. And they the thing is, is that uh, they know how to get attention. They're obviously submissive when they when you say no, they know that they're doing something bad. Yeah. So the, the best bet is when they're doing something bad, uh, say no, make a little noise like that and then uh, attract their attention towards something more positive, like another toy or something like you know, that. know,
2: that's a very good idea. I haven't thought of that one.
1: It's not that bad if, if they like the way you smell.
3: That's uh okay. I mean, they're, they're gonna rub, hate. The, rub the toys all over your body first before you give it to them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, there you go. I that appreciate your good. time. What uh, You said you had seven of them? Six. Yeah, six well, of six them. now. Okay, six get of them. It. Okay, we'll send out a couple of toys they can share, okay? Okay. Hold on one second so we can get your information. We'd love to hear from you. 1-866-405-8405. Guido just gave me a list, Judy. Mm -hmm. As you know, and I mentioned this last week, I'm probably going to get a dog for Christmas, for the holidays.
3: How exciting. Congratulations.
1: Thinking of a chow chow, now I'm thinking of names. And I'm looking Uh at a list that Guido gave me of the most popular cat and dog names. Uh And actually, what's kind of interesting about this list is the most popular cat name is also the most popular dog name. Wow. Want to take a guess?
3: You know, I had a cat named Bud short for Buddy, and Buddy could be both a cat and a dog, and I think it's a popular name. I'm going to guess Buddy.
1: Well, Buddy is on the list. It actually is. both lists for cat and dog, but yeah. it doesn't top the list. It isn't the number uh. one name. I'm actually going to throw it out to the listener if that's okay for you. Okay. We have a gift, gift basket uh, straight from the animal radio prize closet we're actually clearing it out so we can put other new prizes in there we put together a nice gift basket for either your dog or your cat tell us what you think is the number one name for cat and dog they're the same the number one name one 405 8405 all the lines are already lit up i think it's a pretty easy one so i think we're gonna have a winner pretty fast hi who's this
5: hi this is nori reisner hi nori how are you doing Very good,
1: thanks. Where are you calling from today?
5: Uh, Chestertown, Maryland.
1: Listening on WCTR. Yes, I am. Very good for you. What kind of animals do you have? I have two cats. (laughs) The most popular common cat name or dog name, they're both the same, by the way. The most common cat name and the most common dog name are the same. Do you
5: know what it is? I'm trying. I'm with all the animals that I know and have had.
1: What are your cats' Uh, names?
5: Well, George... Mm -hmm. I mean, not George. No, sorry. It's Mickey. We did have a George. He passed on to Rainbow Heaven.
1: Now, George is actually on the list.
5: Oh, really? Okay. Well, George was my first uh, real true love cat. Mm. But we have Mickey, who's taken his place and is much like George. And our female cat is called... Pifty, but it came because she was found on a life jacket, which is a PFD. Oh. And whenever I said PFD so fast, the girls at work said, why don't you just call her Pifty? So Pifty. the name stuck.
1: That's very, very creative. Yes. Well, you're one of those yes. people that have thought of a very creative name for your cats, so I got to think that you might know what the most popular name is.
5: For a dog. I'd say possibly. Well, no. Rick. No,
1: it's for a dog and cat. They're both. Oh,
5: okay. Dog and cat.
1: They both, uh, they're both the same name, actually. They top the list for both the same name for the cat and dog list. So we know it's not Fluffy, probably. Um, a we, dog could be named I Fluffy. I guess a dog could yes. be named Fluffy. How about
5: Skipper?
1: Skipper. Skipper actually doesn't show up on the list doesn't at all. Show up it's it. actually,
3: it's a human name as well. Is it? Yes, it's a man's name. Oh, it name. is? A man's name, yes.
5: and it wouldn't be Roy.
3: No, unfortunately not. Roy's
1: not on the list, but... Uh, I'm going to keep that out there if you don't mind. one 405 8405 Tell us what you think the most popular cat or dog name is. Nora, hold on one second. Thanks for listening on WCTR in Chestertown, Maryland. Uh, we need to get a little bit of information from you, and we're going to send you a Cougar tag, okay? Okay, terrific. You know Judy, I thought this would be simpler. I thought
3: It's tough. It really is. There's so many names out there that people name their animals. It's it's a hard one.
1: I've even named one of my animals this name.
3: I've I... never had one named that.
1: Oh, you know the answer?
3: Yeah, I peeked.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, don't tell anyone, okay? I will. I won't. Ah, National Security Leak now. one 405 8405 Coming up, Kinky Friedman. Now, of course, Kinky is not on the list anywhere here. I don't know how he got his name. Also, Vlade the Dog Wizard, if you have any questions about your dog. Really, this guy is on the level. He has helped us with so many problems. He is so awesome. A little hard to understand, but that's okay. Because everything, you, you, you get used to how he talks after a while. And you, you really start to, you even start to talk like him after a while.
3: <laughs> I notice you do that.
1: Yes. Let's go back to the phones. Hi, who's this?
3: Hi, this is Shannon.
1: Hi, Shannon. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Where are you calling from?
6: Well, right now I'm in Laguna Beach. I'm actually at work. <laughs> at
1: work. Okay, so we'll be real quiet. Where do you work? Can you say? Well, I'm a nurse at South Coast Hospital. Oh, very good for you. Uh, well, thank you. You're listening on, obviously, Coast uh, in the Los Angeles area. What do you think it is?
6: Um, kitty. Kitty,
1: actually. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, that's, that's a good guess. That uh, actually does show up number seven on the list. Number seven on the list. I'm going to keep this out there, One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. 405 8405 Tell us what you think the top ten, one of the top, or the top most common cat name is right now. And, Shannon, hold on a second. We've got a little stuff. we got stuff for your cat, Okay
5: great.
1: Thanks. Hi, who's this?
2: This is Desi. Desi? Or Red, my friends call me, yeah.
1: Where are you calling from?
2: Boise Angeles.
1: Boise Angeles, okay, so you're listening yes, on KFXT. Why do you call it Boise Angeles?
2: Because uh, so many people from California are moving up here. It's just kind of a local nickname we've given
1: it. Really? That's, so that's what's happening. They've, uh, they've given up on Colorado and now they're moving to Idaho. Uh, something like that,
2: yeah. I don't know how they're doing in Colorado. My sister lives
1: out that way. We're asking people today what the most common cat or dog name is. What do you think it is? Felix.
3: Felix! Come have no one's guessed that one yet.
1: Uh, no, no Felix on the list there. Didn't make it, huh? Didn't, didn't make it on the list there, so we're, we're going to keep it out there. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. 405 8405 Hold on one second there. We're going to get you a cougar tag for calling us, okay? And thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Oh, dude, I love your
0: show, madam You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more.
1: Okay, listen up.
0: Does your dog take
1: you for walks? I mean, take you for walks. (laughs) Does he bark nonstop or jump on people or steal your valuables? Uh, Like the BMW keys, off in the BMW, out for the afternoon. Where is he? How about your dog openly disobey your authority and shame you in public? This (gasps) happens to me all the time. Most everybody I know that does that to me. Not just my dog. (laughs) Are you afraid that your dog will growl or bite? Well, to help us, Vlade, the Russian dog wizard, is back on Animal Radio. Hi, Vlade. How are you doing?
7: Hello. Hello, Judy. Hello, Hiel. Hi, Bonnie. Hello. Hello, listeners of the American's Most Listened Pet Show. Animal Radio. My yeah. pleasure to be back.
1: And it's it's nice to have you back. We're going to go to the phones in just a second. One eight six six four 1-866-405-8405 and see if we can help somebody with their problems. The holidays just around the corner. Vlade, are, are you planning a big holiday? Christmas?
7: Sure, sure. We do it in Russia too, so it's became universal holiday. And ah. you know what? Around this time, families. Our couples are getting the new puppy.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that. It can be a very stressful time in just a couple of minutes. Let's go to the phones first. Hi, who do we have with us? My name is Faye. Hi, Faye. How are you doing? Good. Where are you calling from? Uh, Pennsylvania, Shoemakersville, uh, near Reading. Uh, yep, listening about
6: 15 on fifteen
1: minutes away. Okay, then listening on W E E U. Uh huh. Okay, Faye, you're on with Vlade. Try to describe your problem to Vlade, if you will.
7: Hello, Faye. Hello. It's nice Hello. to talk go to ahead, you. Go ahead. Invite me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. I have a more answer than you have a question, so go uh, ahead. I got a couple questions. Go ahead.
2: Uh,
6: the first one is anxiety. Okay. Uh, we tried pills. We tried doing it in a natural way first, but nothing seems to work. Okay. And she shakes a lot and howls and.
7: Okay, when you leave the house or uh, in your presence, excited uh, to what?
6: Uh, well, usually when we go away.
7: Okay, so so okay, so okay, you go away and the dog is shaking like the leaf. Yep. Okay, and when you come home, you see some destroying shoes or eaten uh, furniture or what? Well, she, uh,
6: we discovered that she had gone down the cellar and got it into a box and destroyed the box and what was ever in the box. But since then, she really isn't destructive. Okay. But she, you know, like I say, when when we go away, when she knows we're going away, she starts shaking, and she runs in the room into her chair, and sure. that's where she stays.
7: Who is this? she? What is the she breed?
6: Says, uh, her name is Princess, and she's a Dalmatian.
7: She's a Dalmatian. Okay. Okay. Do you know what separation anxiety is? Separation anxiety means when you leave the house, your dog thinks she's... She she will die. She's going to die because she doesn't count the time like we humans do. She mm-hmm. thinks you left forever. So what I'm going to tell you right now will fix this problem with the speed of Russian satellite guided missile. <laughs> okay. It means quick. So what we're going to do here, we're going to address this, address the cause of this problem. And I'm going to give you aspirin because you call right now, you are asking for some type of appeal, magic bullet. And I'm going to give you that magic bullet. But first, let's talk about the cost. Uh, the cause is your overindulging, sorry for telling you, and giving your attention too much. We humans, very interesting species. You know, when the spouse leaves the home and another spouse asks, where are you going? Uh, you know, spouse can say, hey, why you ask me? You know, it's not your business. I will come back. Yeah. When it comes to the pets, we start to worry even before they worry. We say, oh, no, man, please, <laughs> you know, I'm going to come back. I'm just going to pick up the milk across the street. And So, in other words, what I'm suggesting to you, you have to have a different attitude. Like Taliban husband leave the house. Mm -hmm. It means he's not giving his wife uh, hugs and kisses. He tells her, okay, I leave the home. Please do go to the kitchen and do dishes and go to the bathroom and uh, to the bath and do the laundry. That's it. So, in other words, you have to play different way, because you have extreme situations, so now you need to play on another side of the scale. Make sure no grieving when you leave the home, 15, 20 minutes away before you leave the house. Basically, no attention. Don't even look at your dog, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, I would like you to maintain the same attitude when you're home and you're not leaving the house. means... Stop, stop constantly kissing and hugging Start touching, stop looking A little bit, you know, walk through your house Like the opera with attitude Like, you know, like Oprah, how opera walks Like the Russian yeah. tank Just go through, like everything belongs to you And that's it, I love this attitude That's what you have to do, they're full of confidence Okay, now, this is gonna be, you know And when you come back, the same thing No welcome home celebration Immediately, don't say, I oh, kiss and hug And things like that. ignore Or even if the dog jumps at you and uh, uh, jump uh, and try to block you and such and such, just say, ah, 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 and just move, move toward. Have attitude like most... Americans' girls have, like, don't touch, don't harass, and keep going forward. (laughs) You too, huh? Yeah, what? I learned it in the hard way here. So anyway, so that's the way you have to do, as far as your attitude, changing in your attitude. Now, you have to give that dog work to do. In other words, you know, uh, what I would do if it was my dog, I would give her a lot of physical and mental exercise. Yeah. I would get her in the backyard. I don't care what she likes to bring or not. I'm going to get her a couple of objects. I'm going to toss this object and make her run back and forth back and forth back and forth without stopping yeah. I maybe will put the back doggy backpack on her and so for the weight purpose maybe put in in, in each packet a couple of uh, vodka a uh, uh, acafina <laughs> and make it a little bit heavy so and after that I'm going to do obedience training with her with focusing on control exercise for instance sit stay and down stay say one minute sit state takes as much energy as one mile to run. In other words, I'm going to proactively absorb the physical energy out of the dog's body, mental energy out of the dog's mind. She's gonna be tired dog. Tired dog is the good dog. Tired kids sleep well. And that's what I'm going to do before I leave the house. And that's, going to, that's what I will do when I come home. And that's gonna address the cost. Now, you're asking for the, for the quick fix. Quick fix will be this way. Just give her great, great calming remedies. I like the calming formula by the company Pet Naturals and uh, I also would play when I leave the home, I also would play classic, not classic. Uh, harp music. You know, the harp music, the, the, the strings, when, when, when somebody plays in harp, it's calming the dogs down. It's affecting their, um, nervous system to some degree and they're really calming down. But I would suggest apply those two things as far as addressing the cause and attacking the symptoms at the same time. Okay? So, and your second question is? Uh, barking. Barking. She, uh,
6: she has very good hearing. Very good hearing. I think she could hear a pin drop and and go off. And the one day it got so bad, I put a muzzle on her. Oh. And I left it on for like a half an hour. And I said to her, okay, now if I could take this off, I said, we're not going to bark. And she did good for about an hour or two. And then it was right back to where we were.
4: Okay. You, you know, anytime you, she hears,
7: yeah. you know,
6: it, it, nobody has to come to our door. She just has to hear it, like yeah, in the neighborhood. Yeah,
7: this is a typical situation. Every Amer- American household, almost in all of them. I mean, someone knocks the door, and the dog is bark, 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 like. That, you okay, know, I said to her, I okay. could
6: understand yeah. if somebody's at our door. I can understand her barking. I said, but when it's up the block that she okay. hears it you know, and she goes off, you know, like they're at our door, it's like... Exactly, oh, no. <laughs> but I don't want
7: her bark at all right now. Honestly, you, you can like it or hate it to hear, that's what I tell my clients, you know, because in <laughs> Russia we say, when you lose the head, don't cry about the hair. In other words, I don't want her bark right now at all, because, you know, she she's going to bark one, two times anyway. Yeah. In other words, I know you want to tell her somebody's hair, but you know, she keep telling you, <laughs> I see somebody or I already, the person is already here and you cannot stop it. Yeah. So, okay. So, this one is a very easy thing to do. All what you need to do to get, go to the, your sporting goods store and get air horn okay and (laughs) yeah I mean every time when she barks push the button and say ah, so she would know it comes from you not from the strangers once you startle her tell her lovingly come on baby over here and give her treats remember Vladi's approach is correct redirect Praise. Vladi does not believe in redirecting like so many trainers nowadays. And after praising, because sometimes it's hard people to redirect the race car without pushing on the brakes. So correct, redirect praise. Correction can be different. Vladi does not believe in any cruelty whatsoever. But when you produce that startling sound. I mean, uh, it's just, just, wow. Or like dust cleaner, uh, compressed air can be useful too. So, but make sure whatever you push the button, you have to make that sound, which is you're growling no. Like, uh, don't tell her no, please, because the most dogs in this country think the word no is their nickname. <laughs> People use that word no so many times without consequence. That's the way. This one is nothing really even to... Um worry about because you know what? This one is so easy to fix. Make sure three four times catch her in the action, push the button, make the sound, she stops, give her kiss and hug, give her good treats when she is quiet, and always correct her motivationally without two dollars ticket for speed violation when she is bad and that's gonna disappear, I promise you. Very good. Can we give Faye one of your uh DVDs? Sure, please, Faye. I mean that's a great great thing um now please send her my uh dog training dvd obedience for life which is the only patent painting dog training method in america it is so effective that it can fix any behavior problem in dogs even in your dog fair and even if your dog is untrainable you know when, when you go russian your dog will stop fussing <laughs>
6: Why,
7: thank you very much. You're most welcome. Thank you for listening, Animal Radio, the Americans most listened. Get, all, get lovers animal show. Okay, we're going to be
1: back with uh, Vlade in just a second. If you have a question for Vlade, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. When we come back with Vlade, it's important if you're thinking to get, thinking you're going to get. I'm talking like Vlade now. If you're thinking you're going to get an animal, a puppy for Christmas for the
7: holidays, yeah, stay tuned. I'm going to share with you surviving heat. What is it consist of, and how we can survive when we get a Christmas puppy.
0: That's on the way, right here on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
8: Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. Honey,
6: look, I taught Rocky a new trick. He's 12. You know what they say about old dogs? Hey, Rock. What'd she teach you to do, sleep?
3: (laughs) Funny, no. I taught him to email me when it's time for his vet appointment and vaccinations, notify a call center if he's lost, and give the kennel his feeding and med schedule.
8: Did you give him a a brain implant? No, I bought him a cougar tag for his
3: collar. Cougar tag? This little USB cougar tag. Yeah, plugs into any computer. His vital information's right there for the vet or
8: kennel to read. So our address and phone number aren't hanging off Rocky's neck. Wow, neat trick. Yeah, honey neat kougatag the world's smallest usb pet tag for dogs cats even birds 24 7 lost pet center vital health and vet information appointment at vaccination reminder emails and more all in a universal non-invasive waterproof tag let your pet teach you a new trick visit kougatag.com today that's kougatag K W O G A tagcom
9: kougatag.com <laughs> Buddy, don't do that. Don't worry. Lots of dogs eat grass. Didn't you hear? Dogs can get worm infections from eggs and larvae in the grass. Those parasites can even infect humans. I
8: know. That's why I give my dog Safeguard K9 Dewormer twice a year. It's a safe and easy way to eliminate and prevent the major intestinal worms that infect dogs and to protect my family against infection.
10: Where can I find out more?
8: Just visit www.safeguard.com. That's S-A-F-E hyphen. G-U-A-R-D dot com.
9: Hey, you know anyone who has owned a pet can tell you nothing is more frustrating than their pet soiling in the house. Often they do this in one spot over and over and over again. There's a reason why your pets do this. Pets are attracted to their own unique body scent, which is known as their pheromone, and that pheromone is always left behind in every soiling. Therefore, it's natural for your pet to follow his keen sense of smell and go back to it. So the question is, how do we get the pheromone out so our pet stops? Resoiling soiling in the house? Well, the good news is there's finally an answer. It's Get Serious Stain, Odor, and Pheromone Extractor. Get Serious is the only stain and odor remover with the ability to remove your pet's pheromone while also getting out the urine odor and any stain. Stop blaming your pets for resoiling when you used a cleaner that didn't get the pheromone out. And don't spend another minute cleaning up unnecessary repeat accidents. Pick up Get Serious today at PetSmart or visit PetSmart.com.
0: Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio.
1: We are just seconds away from world famous author, poet, musician, politician, animal advocate, all around good guy, Kinky Friedman.
3: And we're also going to go back to the phone to see if someone has the most popular cat and dog name.
1: It's probably hard to believe, Judy, that. A muscular guy like me, someone who's so macho on the exterior. <laughs> what, oh, what are you laughing yeah, at? Yeah, people can see you. Yeah, you might, uh, you know, this is radio. You might remember me from the Solo Flex commercials that you see all the time. <laughs> anyway, big guy like me, I uh, I go home at night and I curl up in bed with my dear kitty and there's a little bit of purring going on it's kind of a scene that are you purring or is he purring? we're both purring <laughs> it's going on let me tell you right there it's a purfest and i'm not the only one there's others that are guilty of this and you're probably listening right now maybe you're guilty of this big macho guy how about kinky friedman you think he does this kind of stuff we had to get him on the phone to find out. Hi, Kinky, how you doing?
11: Pretty good, how How's it going?
1: Very good. What's the weather like down there at the beautiful Utopia Sanctuary that you
11: have? Uh, it's very, very nice today.
1: How many animals do you have over there at Utopia?
11: Uh, we've got about sixty dogs and about uh, ten pigs, and some donkeys. Right now, are running pretty full capacity as far as uh, dogs are concerned. We think we've adopted uh, we've adopted more than two thousand of them over the past uh, eight or nine years. Wow! Adopted them out to to families and homes.
1: Wow! Doing lots of great work, and of course, the uh, last time we spoke was just before you were going to run for governor. Uh, was that in 2005?
11: Why don't you tell me to stop before it's too late?
1: <laughs> I, you know what? Because I thought the animal radio audience would, would hold it, you know, just the animal radio listeners right there. And then I realized that we only have two Texas affiliates uh, there in Lubbock and Brownsville. and
3: Only two listeners.
1: Probably not enough to pull you over there. But well, here's,
11: here's what I'm thinking. I'm well, thinking president. I'm thinking president. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it wouldn't be hard to be a little more inspirational than the candidates that we now have, would it? That's no, for sure.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you, I wish I uh, wish you were up there. Maybe next time around.
11: Well, politics is politics is, you know, my definition, poly means more than one and ticks are blood sucking parasites. <laughs> do you do you have your hands in any of that right now? Uh no, I'm I'm uh kind of uh taking it easy right now. I'm uh wandering in the raw poetry of time and uh Gonna live in the American dream, and if I get back in, it would probably be for governor as a Democrat in 2010 to abolish the death penalty in Texas, and that means the death penalty for people, for horses, and for dogs and cats.
1: Uh, There you go. Yes. Let me get back to what I was talking about here. I understand that your cat lady is uh, there's a little bit of purring going on too.
11: Yeah, Lady has uh, crossed uh, over the Rainbow Bridge uh, some years back. Mm-hmm. But uh, Lady uh slept in bed with me for many years here with uh with four dogs. <laughs> uh five dogs actually. Five dogs. Uh-huh. And um she slept on my head.
4: Oh no. No,
11: uh, she did. the dogs do not like Lady and she doesn't like them. So uh, this you can see within I have a shotgun under my bed. Uh-huh. But uh, the situation was uh, ten. You know, I've always tried to uh, precisely record this stuff. Like uh, something will happen. There'll be a fight between a lady and one of the dogs at exactly two sixteen every night. You know, I mean, cats are very. If, if you look at this on a digital clock, you will see
1: they're punctual.
11: Yeah, that if the cat is going to you know lick your nose or something like that, uh, that will be at six oh seven every single morning. Right, right, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they're creatures of narrow habit, so if they if they like to sleep in your head, that's pretty much what it's going to be. It's very hard to... It's like teaching a wolf to sit, you know? You can't do it. It's going to be done. And uh, you can't teach a cat to, to do something the cat doesn't want to do. That
1: puts you in a precarious situation if the very. cat wants to get up and run, huh?
11: Well, very, if there's going to be a fight right on my, on my head. You know? Yeah. Um, and that happens because some of the dogs inch their way up closer.
1: Uh-huh.
11: And... Um, The Freedmans, the five dogs, uh, are getting to be... They're very set in their ways, too. Sure. So, I mean, for a long period of time, I had three cats, which is a very sensitive thing to do, and many great people, Hal, as as you know, uh, have had cats. I mean, from uh, Albert Schweitzer to to Prophet Muhammad uh, to to Winston Churchill, the only people who don't like cats uh, traditionally are dictators. And uh, it is said that Napoleon, Alexander the Great, and Hitler all hated cats. Uh-huh. They were intimidated by them, weren't yep, they? they did not like <laughs> cats. They didn't much like Jews or newspapers either. Uh, uh, no. Newspaper editors, yeah.
1: What? Who makes up the, the Friedman family right now? You, now, I understand there was an armadillo in the mix somewhere there. Yeah,
11: Dilly's uh, has not been around lately, and I think that's because the Friedmans are getting more territorial here. They're, they're getting older, and uh-huh. they just kind of hang around this old place, the lodge. Um, here on the ranch uh, there's uh, Perky Mr. Magoo uh, Brownie Chumley and Fly of the five mm. five Freedmen and we had hoped and they had hoped to be moving into the governor's mansion
3: and, um, uh, how, was, how did you break the news to him?
11: well uh and I just gathered them all around me and um, told them. You know, I mean, we we had really thought that was going to happen—that we we're all going to be playing poker together. I
1: thought so too. I really did.
11: Well, yeah, you know, it's one of those things. It's it's a the whole thing was kind of quixotic to begin with. There was it was a long shot. But there are the majority of people in Texas uh, would have given us a landslide had they voted. And when you get twenty-eight percent of the people voting, you're going to get a ribbon cutter every time. You're, mm. you're going to get just what we have for leadership today. Mm
3: -hmm. Got to get those people out there
11: to vote. 28% is really pathetic.
3: Yes, unbelievable.
11: And uh, it's generally regarded that if it had been over 40%, uh, we would have won. And uh, then we could have started doing something, because today I think the people are so fed up with politicians that if we had a chance, if we could have a President Mark Twain or a President Will Rogers or any president that's above politics uh, and that it doesn't put party first, that would have been great, and of course, the animals would have benefited.
1: Your platform was all pro animals. Got to ask you this question: We are, let's see, T minus. We actually have one of these clocks in the studio. It's the Michael Vick countdown to sentencing clock.
11: December tenth, right?
1: Uh, D- December eleventh, and uh,
11: uh, he could get uh, he could get fifteen years. right? Well, he's got two state charges.
1: Yes. What do you think is going to happen?
11: Well, he picked the wrong judge. I'll tell you that. Uh, this Henry Hudson guy. He picked, the, he picked the wrong judge? Well, Can you pick uh, the judge? No, but uh, uh, fate, the, the fate monkeys. Okay. Uh, the fate monkeys are working against Michael Vick right now. And, <laughs> and, 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 you know, it was interesting because, as you know, I think uh, Nike held on to his endorsements for two or three weeks. They were waiting to see which way the wind was blowing. They oh. thought this might just pass, you know. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then when they saw the stats that 60% of football fans, not even animal lovers, never want to see this guy again. And, of course, animal lovers have really... uh, That's the breed that we need to to ban, is the Michael Vicks of the world.
1: (laughs) You know what? I can't even top that. I'm going to end right there. Kinky Friedman joining us. The book, which you have... uh graciously contributed to is called Howl, a collection of the best contemporary dog wit. It has some very, very funny stories from uh, contributing writers like Margaret Chow and uh, Pam Houston, Frank Gannett and of course, Kinky Friedman. The Utopia website, how can we get there?
11: UtopiaRescue.com and uh, anybody, yeah, we encourage everybody to check that out because we, we've got a, 60 wonderful dogs, uh, all would like a home. And uh, that's utopiarescue.com, And one other thing people can do that want to help Utopia is uh, buy Kinky Friedman cigars. Uh, that You can get that through uh, kinkycigars.com. There are five kinds. Uh, the Governor, the Kinky Christo, the Texas Jew Boy, the Willie, which has a little twist on one end. Uh-huh. And especially the Utopian, our bestseller. The Utopian goes uh, totally to... To Animal Rescue and goes to Utopia Rescue Ranch, the profits. It's the only cigar in America benefiting Animal Rescue. So these are made in Honduras by Cubans, and my message for young people is cigarettes bad, cigar good.
1: <laughs> yeah. There you go and this would make a great Christmas gift. Ladies, if you're listening right now, this is the biggest turn on for a guy, for your husband, start smoking a cigar right now.
11: This minute. Yeah, get him a sampler pack or a box at uh, kinkycigars.com. That's uh Kinky Freeman Cigars KFC.
1: And what about the salsa is the uh <laughs>
11: The what The Kinky Friedman salsa, is that still going? The salsa you can get through KinkyFriedman.com,
1: yeah. Okay, a lot of links here, so we're going to put them all at AnimalRadio.com, and I'm That'd going to give great. away five copies right now of Hal, a collection of the best contemporary dog with One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five kinky It's so fun to have you on every time.
0: We always have a lot of fun. Thanks so much for joining us
1: again.
11: Hal, Judy, may the God of your choice bless you.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
5: <laughs> Hi, this is Wendy Malik on Animal Radio. And do not forget, stay and neuter.
0: Every year, there are millions of pets in animal shelters across the country just waiting for a loving home. I'm Mike Farrell with a very simple message. If you're thinking of getting a pet, please adopt. To easily locate your closest place to adopt, call Pets 911 toll-free at 1-888-PETS-911. It's easy, it's free, and it gives a pet a second chance at life. Together, we can ensure a better future for our pets.
12: For adoptable pet listings in your community, go to Pets911.com. Pets 911,
13: proud to be partnered with Animal Radio. You want to keep a secret from your dog? It's the new Fish Sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And Fish Sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog Fish Sticks at CanineCaviar.com. That's www.CanineCaviar.com.
0: This is Animal, Animal, Animal. Radio <laughs> Network. Hi, this is Emily Lou
4: Harris
5: on Animal Radio. Please
0: stay a new to your pet. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Okay, let's uh,
1: let's see if we can find a winner to this question. That I thought we'd have a winner already a little tougher than you thought what is the most popular the number 1 cat and dog name they are the same 1866 405 8405 for a big gift basket from the old animal radio prize closet hi who's this jen hi jen how you doing
5: good thank you where
1: are you calling from
5: Boise Idaho
1: listening on kfxd okay what do you think it is
5: i'll say sam
1: Sam. Did Sam make Did the list? Sam make the list? Actually, Sam is number 10 on the list. Oh,
3: that's pretty, pretty uh,
1: Excuse me, cool. number 9 as and 10 is Sammy. So you have Sam and Sammy uh, coming in on the list there, but that is not correct. Uh, we're going to keep it out there, one 405 I'm going to ask you to hold on for a second because I'm going to get you a cougar tag for your cat, okay? Okay. And thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Thank
14: you.
1: See, we're going to make everyone a winner there. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. 405 8405 Hi, who's this? Hello? Yes, who is this? This is Cornell. Hi, Cornell. How are you doing?
14: good. How are you doing?
1: Very good. Where are you calling from?
14: Reading, Pennsylvania.
1: Listening on WEEU. Boy, just a lot of animal lovers there, huh? Yeah. Today we're asking what the most popular animal names are. And surprisingly enough, the top cat name is also the top dog name. And so I figured, we'd just ask, what do you think the top name is, Cornell? Do you have top any...
11: name is for cats and for dogs, and what is it?
1: Yeah, what do you think it is? Do you have any pets?
11: Uh, yes, I have two. What are their two, names? Uh, two cats, Twinkle and Snuggles.
1: Twinkle and Snuggles?
14: Yeah. Okay, that's... Um, I'm thinking Tabby makes a good cat name, but that doesn't sound right for dogs. How about <laughs> Spot?
1: Spot, that is a good guess. That is a good guess, but that is unfortunately not it. Would okay. I, did you say you have two cats? Yes. Okay. Do you want two cougar tags? Oh, I'd love it. Thank you. You got it. Hold on. Thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Thank you. Gotta love those cougar tags. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. 405 8405 Who's this? Hi, my name's Darren. Hi, Darren. How you doing? I'm doing well. Where are you calling from? Boise, Idaho. Boise, Idaho, listening on KFXD. Is that correct? That's the one. Now, do you uh, have dogs at home? I do.
2: I have an English setter. An English... What's What's his name? Remington.
1: Remington, like as in the gun.
2: Yeah, that's right. She's a gun dog, so... <laughs> she,
1: okay. We're asking what you think is the most popular dog name or cat name. Actually, the top of the list, they're both the same for both dogs and cats. What do you think is on that list there at the top?
2: How about uh, Buck? Buck? Yeah. Buck! That sounds like a good animal name, doesn't it? It does sound it does. like a
1: good animal name. A buck is not on the list there, Didn't unfortunately. Make the Didn't time. make the list there. I'm going to keep it out there at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. 405 8405 Hold on one second there. We'll get you a cougar tag for playing with us today, okay? Thanks. Hi, who's this?
12: Hi, this is Paul. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Doing real good, how are you? Good, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Big Water, Utah. Right
1: down the street from us.
12: Yeah, just down the street, yeah.
1: How's the weather there today?
12: Oh, it's severe clear. Severe <laughs> clear.
1: I like that.
12: Yeah. Uh what can, we,
1: what can we do for you?
12: Well, I was listening to the program, as I always try to do on Saturday mornings. Good
1: for you're,
12: you. You were talking about the... Uh, cat yoga Oh yes. The and cat, uh, our cats get in some rather interesting positions. They do
1: yoga too, huh?
12: Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm not sure they're doing them correctly though because I have no I have nothing to compare it to. So. Well, I'll tell you what. How
1: about we send you one of these cat yoga books
12: and I'll they, make sure they look at it real close. Yeah,
1: okay.
3: Well, you know, just like they say you should check with your doctor before starting to exercise. I think before your cat starts the yoga, you should look at the book to make sure that it does it properly.
12: <laughs> Good idea. Good idea cuz our cats are a little bit older, you know. And and starting a, a exercise program like this at an older age, that's... that's uh, Very
3: important.
1: Yeah, right. Uh, you don't want to stretch any of the wrong muscles.
12: <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you got to answer a question for us. Today, we're asking what the most popular animal names are. And surprisingly enough, the top cat name is also the top dog name. What do you think it is?
12: Bubba comes to mind right off, you know, but I don't know. Uh, our cat's name is uh, B&W. Um, That stands for black and white. We had another cat that was a black and white, and we called him Boots. And I have to think that that's kind of common.
1: Boots actually does not come in on the top 30 of the male... Male list. What about the
3: female? It's kind what, of a generic. Are
12: these American cats we're talking? About? These are
1: American. <laughs> oh, okay. According to the veterinary pet insurance company, they go out and uh, do these these surveys to promote their insurance. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's get you the cat yoga book and you got to report back. Let us know how that uh, all worked out. I
12: will. You want pictures and paragraphs and uh... whatever whatever you can
1: <laughs> toss our way, so we know if this book is legit or not. Okay? All
12: right. Hold well, on thank a you very much.
1: Hold on. I'm really 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 surprised. One eight six Six four zero five eight four zero five. the top cat name or dog name, they're the same. What do you think it is? Hi, who's this?
5: Hi, this is Pat. Hi, Pat. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Where
1: are you calling from?
5: I'm calling from uh, Pennsylvania, Reading, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Listening on WEEU. That's correct.
1: Okay. Do you have any idea, Pat, what the most common cat name and the most common dog name is? They're the same.
5: Oh, they're the same. Uh, well, then the, the scratches were first. Answer, cause it wouldn't be Kitty Kitty. <laughs> um,
1: I will tell you that Kitty does appear on the list for cat names.
5: Uh-huh. Okay. Uh. Wow, well, they're
1: the same name. Think about maybe you have a neighbor that has a dog. Pretty popular name. Toby, I don't know. Toby actually comes in number twenty one on the list. Oh. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the question out there at one eight six six four oh five eight four oh five. But do not fret, Pat. We're gonna send some gifts for your cats and you your way, okay?
14: Oh well that'll
5: be nice.
1: And we thank you so much for listening to Animal Radio. Oh I
5: love it.
1: You're awesome. Hold on one second.
14: Okay.
1: Okay. I hope we don't have to continue into the next hour. <laughs> but one last one here. Hi, who's this? This is Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you doing?
14: I'm good. How are you?
1: Very good. Where are you calling from?
5: I'm calling from Northridge, California.
1: Listening on coast, I imagine.
5: Uh, Yes, exactly.
1: What do you think is the number one name?
5: Um, Should I go with something as unique as like Rover (laughs) Uh, or Max?
1: (laughs) Well, uh, you pick one of those there.
5: Um, I'm going to go with Max.
1: That is absolutely correct. Max is the number one male name. Oh and, how funny. Uh, Rover doesn't appear on the list anywhere. But I'll tell you what, we're gonna we're gonna get you a little package of doggy stuff. We thank you for listening to Animal Radio. Thank you so much. Max is the answer. Max is your kitty's name or your dog's name. It's the number one name in America right now. we got to go for this hour. Remember, there's lots more at AnimalRadio.com.
3: And if you get a pet, please spay or neuter. If it happens to be a cat, don't declaw and always adopt from a local shelter.
1: We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio. This is Animal, Animal. Our, our Radio
4: Network. Network.
0: Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio.
1: Well, if you missed it, it was Max. Max is the most popular cat and dog name, both topping out the list at number one. A survey done by VPI Pet Insurance. Now, coming up this hour, Vlade, he's back. We're talking about getting animals during Christmas or the holiday season. I'm doing that. I'm going to get myself a dog. Also, vaccinations. You know, that's such a controversial subject. You get these cards in the mail from your vet every year saying it's time to come in for the vaccinations. Now, are they trying to ring up some business or do your animals really need those vaccinations? We're going to find out all this hour. And Kyle, nine-year-old, maybe near 10-year-old Kyle (laughs) Orent, Is joining us this hour. He wraps up his celebrity collar auction for Canine Companions for Independence. Let's go to the phones first. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Hi, who's this? This is Elmer
14: Pike in Honeybrook, Pennsylvania.
1: Hi, Elmer, how you doing? Well,
14: I'm doing pretty good.
1: Now, where in Pennsylvania? Honeybrook. Honeybrook. Is that near Reading? Yes. Okay, so you were listening on WEEU. Yes. And uh I, I understand it says up here on the screen that you caught the tail end of uh um, last week I guess. Oh yeah,
14: a week or so ago. I didn't know what it was all about.
1: We were talking about the perfect pets. The uh the, the toy pets? Is that what it was? It's a battery op- operated cat and dog that uh they they breathe. They that's really all they do is they just breathe. You put batteries in them and they breathe. Would you like one?
14: Well, what do they cost?
1: I'll give it to you free of charge. And then you know what? If you, I
14: don't know if you have grandkids. You have grandkids? No. <laughs> you, do you have kids? No, I don't. Yeah. I'm single, but I go to a nursing home a lot. You do? You may, might want to bring that there. Someone might like that. It'd be nice to show it to them. It, it's Yeah, it, I go there often. I'm just there for Christmas dinner.
1: Well, this, is, uh, this might make a good Christmas present, too. I don't know.
14: What. Well, it might be because this one lady... <clears throat> she thinks the well, world, well, I have a cat and a dog. I have a little chihuahua dog and a Himalayan cat. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And, uh, but she loves them for And I gave her a couple years ago a little, uh, a little cat. Of course, it didn't make no sounds or anything or do anything, you know.
4: Uh huh.
14: And, um, but, and she had to go into the nursing home. She had an apartment. At the retirement community where I go, outside of Honeybrook, and she had to go into the nursing park. She'll never be able to go back to her apartment again. Yeah. And And um, so she had to give up her cat. And um, so I took her over, well, I guess it's been a couple of years now, a stuffed one uh-huh. that I had got, but it don't do not do anything. Of course, I'm retired, so I can't hardly afford things. I work at the Walmart. They had a cat that it uh, blinks its eyes and it nods its head and goes meow. Well, I'll tell you, they're they're a lot
1: cheaper than raising a real one,
14: and they're a lot easier. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> but I couldn't afford what the Walmart wanted for. Well, uh, so I didn't get it, you know. Elmer, we're
1: going to go ahead and send you a Perfect Pets free of charge, courtesy of Animal Radio, for just for listening to Animal Radio.
14: I never change my station in the house nor do I change it in the car.
1: And I want you to hold on a second. Judy's going to get some information from you, Elmer, and we're going to send you one of these perfect pets, plus maybe we'll throw in some things for the kids, uh, the furry kids. Oh,
14: that's wonderful. Okay. Well, now, are you folks on every day? We're
1: Well, we're on 7 a.m. We start at 7 a.m. every Saturday morning right there.
14: Oh, you start at 7. Oh, I'm glad you told me that. There you go, and
1: uh, we hope to hear from you again soon, Elmer. Well, you will. Hold on one second so we can get some
0: information from you. Well, thank you very much. Hold on. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
1: We are with the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Vlade, is joining us, and many of us are thinking of getting a puppy for Christmas. I'm thinking of getting a chow-chow. Everyone's saying, don't get a chow-chow. That's, that's a discussion for another time. But if you're like me, you're thinking of getting a puppy for Christmas, Vlade's here with some tips to help us.
7: Yeah, thank you for having me back. Um, so what I would like to share first, we need to invest some money in surviving kids, Because we need to survive I gotta tell you A
1: survival kit
7: Exactly Because those couple of days I was saying couple of weeks We need to survive with the new puppy Okay, so what I, will, what, what, what I would buy first, it is earplugs. <laughs> yeah, because your is going to cry, you know, and the worst things would be just, you know, why the, why the baby, canine baby crying? Canine baby is crying for the same reason like the human baby is crying, or she wants to um, food, okay, or she wants uh, water, or she is uh, soiled as a crate, hopefully not, or she wants just extra attention. So of course we 're going we're to supply the food we 're going to supply the water we 're going to supply we 're going to make sure the dog is and poop outside, but you know it 's going to be the time when the baby the baby going to cry cry cry, and i don 't like when you just get the baby canine try to correct her or shake the crate or push the buttons and the air horns, whatever. I would like the puppy to learn through the environment which works and which doesn 't. So what I suggest my client, just put the plug and just pretend you don't even hear that. Now, okay? does that work for human babies, too? I think it is. I think it is. I always tell my clients, listen, behavior problem in dogs and kids reflect the same things. Look at the parents.
3: That's so hard to do is to ignore them, though.
7: I know, because... And it's always, Judy, what's happening. Somebody in the back say, oh, puppy's crying. What's wrong with the... Puppy? Just 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 <laughs> let her go, you know. And the puppy's learning, you know. So every time when I cry, somebody will uh, rush toward <laughs> me and let me go. And, you know, and... uh after that, you know, it's going to become the habit. So what I like to do, I never let my puppy go if I have a uh, puppy when they when she's crying. I always let her go when she's quiet, and she learns just like that. But at the worst case scenario, if it's just intolerable un- you need. You just can just you know sharply maybe just what would be innocent type of the correction. Maybe uh, clap your hands. Just say ah, hey. Just just startle a little bit and make sure even five ten seconds your puppy is quiet. I would approach and give nicely give her some treats. Good girl. Something like that. And uh, that's what I'm going to do. But you know that is the one of the things. Second, I would really invest like I said in the crate. Crate is the uh, puppy's heaven place because the puppies are drilled creatures and the puppy like to go in the crate and make sure they are comfortable in there. So that's what I will do too. I also would uh, buy the product by the company Thompson Lab which is, I learned, it's the best anti-chew uh, spray by the name Hot No Chew. It works amazingly to stop the puppy from any chewing on the wrong items. You know, we had
1: a call just a few minutes ago. Someone called in. They said their puppy chews on absolutely everything. Chihuahuas, little chihuahuas, not only the electrical cords, and, of course, we suggested putting some kind of, uh, like, Tabasco sauce mm-hmm. on, the, on the cords, but chews on clothes, on hats, underwear. Uh, what do you do with something? Okay,
7: I will do two discrimination, chew me- discriminative method. I'm gonna put on the floor five, six items which I know the dog is going to chew on, and I'm going to also put five, six favorite toys. When I talk, let me talk about first favorite toys, and after that, my favorite toys. Okay, I like the. I like the uh, products by the company Fido Dog. Mm-hmm. What it is, it is um, uh, something the same like nylon bone, but has a different type of the, um, uh, uh, hard for me to explain in English, but you, you can put some peanut butter, you can put something in those nylon bones to fill those holes, so it kind of works in both ways. It has natural flavor, but you can add something to it. Plus, this company making the product which is alternative to the Kong by the name Master, um, uh, Master Chew, or Ma- uh, Monster Chew, excuse me. And this is a very light uh, device, uh, toy, excuse me, which is, uh, we can put peanut butter or something inside, uh, and uh, it's a much lighter than the Kong, and the dogs, it's a scented, and the dogs love to chew that thing. So, I will put some, a couple of nice toys around uh, on the floor, and after that, I will grab some items which I know that dog is going to chew, like remote control, like uh, um, uh, l- landscaping rocks, <laughs> you know, the Labrador Retriever likes to eat them too, mm-hmm. uh, like socks, whatever the people uh, think their dog may chew it, and after that, I will spray on them with the product Hot No Chew, Hot No Chew, it's a awesome. Product and after that, I will grab one of them and momentarily touch the dog's mouth. So, I'm, in other words, it's not gonna hurt because it's you know designed for the dogs, but you momentarily give them unpleasant sense un- unpleasant taste. The biggest mistake that people make why so many products don't work I mean, I'm talking about chew deterrent don't work they spray those products on the items which you would like to protect and wait. When the puppy approach to them and chew, instead of do upfront front strike, you uh. need to spray it, uh, make sure touch the lips. And after that, you can slightly spray on the rest of the prod and the rest of the items. And the dog, in his mind, when he approach, let's say one day or uh, uh, five hours after, he will send that smell and compare in his uh, mind mm-hmm. with the bad taste he experienced before. Very Uh, very good, good. very good
1: tip. We're with uh, Vladi, the Russian dog wizard. What are the two biggest mistakes new dog owners make this time of year when they pull in uh, any time of the year when they get a new puppy?
7: Thank you. This is very important for every pet owner to know. Mistake number one, people act on emotions. And when you're emotional, you cannot be logical. People getting the wrong puppy, wrong type of the dog, for uh, the family Sometimes people Is getting um, Like uh, they choosing The dog Like police department Choosing the attack dog For themselves Or they For instance Choose the breed Which is not suitable For this particular situation For instance Getting the sporting breed When you live in the Conda, Or getting um, Let's say a Crazy Labrador Sea Labrador retriever For a 75 years old Grandmother And such and such So that, That's what the the biggest mistake that people make first one and the second one it is um uh choosing the puppy as the gift this is the worst thing at all because you have no idea what is another fam- family is going through we have no idea if the people really want to have the puppy they are ready for that or not remember people from the love to the hate it's just one step, so, so many I see it all the time, I mean so like so many people getting those puppies, they love them, and after that it turns to the disaster. That is why we need to make the cautious decision Christmas puppies are great things it 's a great stuff, but you know in a lot of cases, it could be just recipe for disaster, like my yesterday 's client uh, his girlfriend already got for him. Dachshund. Excuse me. The boyfriend got uh, Dachshund for the girlfriend, uh-huh. and that Dachshund is already bite him I- in the face. So Ooh. you know, sometimes it can be just you know. Yeah, it's
1: always very controversial this time of year whether or not to get an animal. It is a great time to add an animal in the household if it is done correctly, and that of exactly. Course, that's
7: and- what my point. Yes, it's a, You always can make this irresistible gift idea works. But you need to approach with the knowledge, with experience, ask the right professional in your area. I always suggest um, if you would like to choose the trainer or behaviorist in your area, go to the www.dogpro.org. This is the International Association of Canine Professionals, where the professionals uh, dog trainers, very balanced, who believe in very common sense uh, dog training methods, they will really make the right choices for you, and it's very important to start to train your dog the day you bring this puppy in your home, because canine mom you know, already trained your puppy before you got the puppy from her and she's expecting you to extend its own way of training, not the way you think, unless you think you know better than its own mom how to train and raise its child. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, Vladi, the Russian dog wizard on Animal Radio. And, of course, please remember, when Vlade talks,
7: humans and canines listen. That's right. And when you go Russian, your dog will stop fussing. And please, people, visit my website. I have a lot of great tips and free videos. It is Vladi.com, which is V like Victor, L-A-D like Davis, A-E.com, com. I can solve behavior problems in any dog, even your dog.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn
3: more.
12: This is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. I've had it done to me. It's not that... <laughs>
3: <laughs> Honey,
6: look, I taught Rocky a new trick. He's 12. You know what they say about old dogs? Hey, Rock. What'd she teach you to do, sleep?
3: (laughs) Funny, no. I taught him to email me when it's time for his vet appointment and vaccinations, notify a call center if he's lost, and give the kennel his feeding and med schedule. Did you give him a a brain implant? No, I bought him a cougar tag for his collar. Cougar tag? This little USB cougar tag. Yeah, plugs into any computer. His vital information's right there for the vet or kennel to read.
8: So our address and phone number aren't hanging off Rocky's neck. Wow, neat trick. Yeah, honey neat. Kuga tag, the world's smallest USB pet tag for dogs, cats, even birds. 24-7 Lost Pet Center, vital health and vet information, appointment and vaccination reminder emails and more, all in a universal non-invasive waterproof tag. Let your pet teach you a new trick. Visit Cougatag.com today. That's Cougatag, K-O-O-G-A-Tag.com. Cougatag.com. <laughs> PetGadgets.com. If you're looking for innovative and high-tech pet products, PetGadgets.com, unique and high-tech products that you won't find at your local pet store. PetGadgets.com, find the latest products that will make life easier for you and your pet. PetGadgets.com, everything from massage beds to a remote-controlled tennis ball launcher. PetGadgets.com, be top dog in your neighborhood. Shop at PetGadgets.com.
10: Animal Radio is brought to you by the American Anti-Vivisection Society. Stop the FDA from allowing milk and meat from cloned animals to be sold in grocery stores. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society for information at www.endanimalcloning.org.
13: Did you know that dogs can get worm infections just by eating grass and that those same parasites can also infect humans? Protect your dog and your family by deworming your dog twice a year with Safeguard Canine Dewormer. For more information, visit www.safeguard.com. That's S A F E G U A R D.com.
8: Hi, I'm Jay Moore, and as a sports fan, I can tell you there's nothing quite better than spending a day in the park playing catch with a beautiful lady. Like Shirley, my dog. Listen, adopt a pet. They are the most loyal companions you will ever have. Visit Pets911.com or call 1-888-PETS-911. Hooray! For more
12: information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought
1: to you by Get Serious, a stain and pheromone remover so easy to use, even men can do it. Hey, hey, wait a minute. (laughs) Don't take any more excuses, women. It's time to Get Serious. Get Serious
0: is available at PetSmart and online at GetSeriousProducts.com. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. Judy,
1: it's no secret that... Anytime anything is wrong with me, you know it, because I just... I (laughs) scream, I complain, I'm always whining if I get a paper cut.
4: The whole office knows. Yes. Uh,
1: Did you know our pets, though, are are very, very different in that they don't really show pain. You may have noticed that. Animals naturally hide their pain to protect themselves from predators.
3: Oh, is that why they do that?
1: Uh, You may notice that your ill animal it just seems very normal, and you may never even know that they're in pain. Dr. Tom Carpenter, president of the AAHA, which is the American Animal Hospital Association, joining us. Hi, Doc. How are you doing? Hi.
15: I'm fine. How are you?
1: Very good. Now, if our animals are in pain, it can go undetected for forever, huh?
15: Yes. I mean, there, there are usually signs, but we have to know what to look for.
1: What are those signs, and can we find them, or do we need to have our vet involved?
15: Well, I think, I think at some point you need to have the veterinarian involved, but um, it's important that the owners are looking for most typically uh, behavioral changes. Um, the animals that are in pain uh, can exhibit uh, a little bit more hiding, especially in terms of cats. They uh-huh. may be reluctant to do things that they... Uh, normally would be doing like jumping up, following the owner around. Uh, sometimes they'll react um, inappropriately. like if if you have a cat or a dog with back pain where they might normally enjoy having their back scratched, they'll resent it or they'll try to avoid it. So I think probably the key thing is if something strikes you as odd, it would be a good thing to to call and at least ask your veterinarian whether this is something to be concerned about.
1: And that could include even being more affectionate, could it not?
15: Yes. Clingy, um, absolutely.
1: Which is something that you wouldn't expect. Let's say our animal has some kind of gastrointestinal problem going on. Mm-hmm. The animal hurts every time it eats, so it thinks that it's the food or it thinks it's the process of eating that is wrong.
15: Yeah, and a better example of that, if if you have a cat with a urinary tract infection and it hurts to go to the bathroom or they feel a sense of urgency, they may uh, choose to go outside the litter pan um, because when they're going to the bathroom, it hurts and they start to associate that discomfort with being inside the litter pan.
1: If your animal, if your cat is going outside the litter, the first thing you want to check for is some kind of infection and make sure that the animal is exhibiting behavioral problem and not a physical problem. Correct. Your vet can determine that.
15: Yes, we always, uh, when we're treating a behavioral problem, we always are sure to rule out a medical problem first. And, And most of the time, if there's a behavioral issue that's caused by a medical problem, there's pain involved.
1: As we move into a new era with new technologies, are there new medicines, are there new ways to help our animals that are in pain?
15: Absolutely. And the the pain management guidelines that AHA and the American Association of Feline Practitioners just released really goes into that. And probably the biggest advancement is what's called multimodal treatment. And what that means is that you use A number of different means to control pain and also the timing of how you control pain allows you to more effectively treat it so in 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 terms of uh, in the past where we may have, have only used one type of medication and we wouldn't concern ourselves with other things that don't involve medication to relieve pain now we use a combination and we find that that works a whole lot better
3: I've seen veterinarians use a pain patch after surgery. They shave an area and they put this. It almost looks like a, really? like a smoking patch, or a sticker that they actually apply on the animal. What's this?
15: Yeah, that that's probably a, what's called a fentanyl patch, and it's a transdermal patch. One of the one of the nice things about a lot of medications is we have uh, different uh, means of administering them, and. Uh, Pain patches are used in people as well, and what it does is it it provides the body with um, a steady flow of the medication rather than getting doses at, at intervals.
1: Very good to know. Okay, so keep an eye on your animals if you notice any behavior changes, because they're not going to come up to you, and they're not going to say, Daddy, I, I cut my finger, or uh, Daddy, my stomach hurts. Or I have a toothache. <laughs> yeah, exactly. can't do that. So the yes. best way is just to watch their behavior, right?
15: Yeah, that would be the that would be the main thing. And, and I think that the most important thing for everybody to know is it's a team effort, and... Uh, as veterinarians, we rely very heavily on the observations from the owners when when things are changing if we if we aren't told about that we don't we don't have any means of treating it
1: okay, so you got to work very closely with your veterinarian and, of course, going in for wellness checks and getting a baseline will help your veterinarian know what's normal for your animal. Absolutely. Uh, There's a website. What is it? The website, HealthyPet.com.
15: Yes, HealthyPet.com will um, have the pain uh, management guidelines on them for people to read. And we don't expect uh, everyone to understand these guidelines in their entirety, but there's a lot of reference to behave the types of behaviors to look for and i think more than anything to allow people to have a discussion with their veterinarian
1: we appreciate your time today dr tom carpenter the president of the american animal hospital association joining us on animal radio
15: thanks so much hi this is
2: john O'Hurley. you're listening to animal radio and remember most importantly please spay or neuter
0: Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal
16: Radio. Cute, cuddly, a lifelong companion. Seems like the perfect gift for someone, doesn't it? But is it? I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. Although everyone has their reasons for wanting to give a pet as a gift really any time of the year there are many more reasons for you to think twice before doing so many people have a great childhood memory of getting a puppy or a kitten as a gift but most won't remember the training and the efforts their parents went through to make the new pet a part of the family from housebreaking to socialization we've probably forgotten the time investment it takes to create a great pet experts from humane organizations veterinarians and breeders all agree that the holidays are the worst time to introduce a pet into a household. The unusual environment of the holiday season can be overwhelming to a puppy or a kitten who's just left the safety of a litter. Many people fail to realize that just when a puppy is old enough to go home, he's learning many critical things. Even though everyone is well-intentioned, poor training and socialization during this time frame, can lead to a problem pet and, later, a decision to give up the pet for adoption. Behavior problems are a major reason pets end up in our shelters. You may decide giving a pet is a good idea, but remember, you're also giving someone a 10 to 15-year commitment of care before deciding on any pet. Talk with your veterinarian and make sure your recipient is equipped to handle the responsibility. I think most people don't really think of the long-term nature of a pet's life and the commitment and the care that goes with this gift. For some it might be a great idea, for others it might be a problem and frankly unfair to the animal. Perhaps a gift from a humane shelter or a rescue club of a gift certificate might be a great idea. For the Veterinary News Network at MyVNN.com, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio.
9: This is an Animal Radio News Update made possible by the Simple Solution Natural line of 100% biodegradable pet care products.
1: There's a brand new high-tech video game for animal lovers and veterinarian wannabes. I'm Hal Abrams, Majesco Entertainment. They're a provider of video games for the mass market. They've announced Pet Pals, Animal Doctor for the Nintendo DS. Yes, Pet Pals Animal Doctor invites players to step into the challenging world of veterinary medicine as they diagnose and treat... 30 different medical cases created by real-life veterinarians. Players will learn the techniques required to diagnose and treat 23 different lovable pets, including a Yorkshire Terrier, a python, turtle, parakeet, rabbit, Siamese cat, and a hamster. And to do so, players must successfully administer more than 40 touch touch-screen tests while interacting with stressed patients and concerned pet owners. 30 different medical cases from hairballs to infections to broken bones were created by real veterinarians and lend authenticity to the game. And of course, after treatment, players can feed, clean, and play with their patients in the recovery room to help improve each animal's spirits as it heals. This Nintendo DS game, Pet Pals Animal Doctor, will launch early 2008. Get more
9: Animal Radio news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio news update, brought to you by the Simple Solution Natural line of 100% biodegradable pet care products. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Earth-conscious consumers have an eco-friendly choice in pet care. The Simple Solution Natural line of 100% all-natural pet products. 100% biodegradable training pads. Biodegradable even by California standards. They'll biodegrade faster than an orange peel. Also, Simple Solution Natural Pet Stain and Odor Remover. A great alternative to harsh chemicals found in traditional household cleaners. Simple Solution Natural. Based on a way of life. Find simple solution at Petco, PetSmart, or your local pet retailer.
13: Hey, you want to keep a secret from your dog? It's the new fish sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And fish sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog fish sticks at CanineCaviar.com. That's www.caninecaviar.com.
10: Do you know what you're serving for dinner tonight? If the FDA has its way, the milk and meat you see at the grocery store could come from cloned animals. And you won't even know because it won't be labeled. Cloning animals for food involves more than just food safety. Animal suffering and other ethical issues must also be considered. The cloning process uses hundreds of animals to produce just one clone, causing death or severe health problems for most of the animals involved. Just because we can clone animals for food doesn't mean we should. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society to learn more about the problems with animal cloning at www.endanimalcloning.org. That's www.endanimalcloning.org. And have a voice in what you are serving for dinner tonight.
13: Did you know that dogs can get worm infections just from eating grass and that those same parasites can also infect humans?
9: Ew,
10: gross.
13: Thank goodness there's a safe and easy way to eliminate and prevent the major worms that infect dogs. Safeguard K-90 Wormer. Just sprinkle it on your dog's food twice a year. And that's it? Yep. For more information, visit www.safeguard.com. That's S A F E hyphen G U A R D dot com. It's the best way I know to protect my dog and my family
0: against intestinal worm infections. Preventing pain, fear and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. We are back with Animal Radio resident
1: vet Dr. Debbie White who has a, a very successful practice in Las Vegas, Nevada. We're here today to get vaccinations for our cats, and I have so many questions, and I know that listeners have the same questions. First of all, there's a lot of controversy, you'll even admit that, as to what vaccinations are uh, necessary for your cats. I know that rabies, by law, is required.
17: Absolutely. Rabies is really a human and a public health concern, so that's something we really can't forget.
1: And how often do you have to do that?
17: Rabies uh, will be dictated by the state you live in. So depending on how uh, common rabies is in the wild population, we'll really state it. So anywhere between one and three years.
1: Your veterinarian, of course, will know that. And, of course, if you travel from state to state, you have to have documentation of that, right?
17: Right. And any pet uh, owner that is traveling, you really should carry a copy of your rabies certificate with you.
1: Okay. What other feline vaccinations should you have?
17: Um kitty distemper or panleukopenia is very important. Um, that is something that for many cats will give in on a yearly to every three year basis.
1: Is that included in what they call the three or four in one vaccination?
17: Exactly. And that's a combination of upper respiratory viruses um, that affect cats in a lot of different ways, whether they be respiratory system or intestinal system.
1: And that's an every year one, huh?
17: In some areas. Now, and this is something where it gets a little muddy because you really want to talk to your veterinarian and make sure that you are doing what is recommended for your individual pet.
1: Okay, because it really can it, it can change from one part of the country to the other part of the country. There's Absolutely. Okay, so we have the, the four-in-one. We have the rabies. I know there's one for leukemia, feline leukemia. Is that, uh, is that one that we should be giving to our animals?
17: It really depends on what situations you are in. Um, does your pet... Pet go outside. Um, the distemper and the rabies are what we call the core vaccine. So pretty much every cat needs those. When we venture out of that, then we get into feline leukemia, mm-hmm. feline AIDS, which is FIV, mm-hmm. um, and those are non-core vaccinations. So maybe not necessary. You need to talk to your veterinarian if your cat is at risk for those.
1: If our cats indoors, they may be less likely to be at risk for leukemia or FIV.
17: Absolutely. Um, those are viruses that are passed from cat to cat contact. So we want to minimize the effect of the vaccines if we don't necessarily have to give a vaccine for a disease they're not going to encounter.
1: Okay, here's the the one we always hear about. We get emails about this all the time. The vaccine-induced fibrosarcoma. I don't want to give my cat the vaccine because I'm afraid he's going to get cancer down the line. Do you ever hear this? I'm sure you do.
17: Oh, absolutely. And as uh, veterinary technology has come further and further, we've recognized that there's good with vaccines, but we can also create some harm. And fibrosarcomas is certainly one of those issues. Um, vaccine manufacturers have figured out um, what type of things to avoid now. So they're starting to get to uh, DNA technology and making vaccinations that will be less apt- to create those problems.
1: It's, uh, you're weighing the risks there, and it actually benefits you to get the vaccine over the risk of the possibility of getting any kind of cancer, right?
17: Right, and that's where you know having that one-on-one conversation with your veterinarian so you can really discuss, is my pet at risk for that disease?
1: Well, we have the studio cats vaccinated here today. What kind of effects can I expect to see within the next day or so?
17: Well, there's the short-term effects, and there can be a little bit more delayed onset effects. Um, the day of vaccinations, we might see they're a little listless, maybe a little feverish, not feeling so good, and that can even go into the next day. Um, an immediate or a hypersensitivity reaction would be more of an allergic response where they're um, becoming violently ill, uh, vomiting.
1: Something um, went wrong there.
17: Yeah, it's a, truly an anaphylactic reaction, and it's an individual, um, almost like if you were allergic to bee stings, mm. the same kind of effect. So it's really hard to predict those patients.
1: So you get, you get your vaccinations, you get home, and you see an allergic reaction, you should contact your vet and let them know immediately.
17: Get your kitty or your dog back to the veterinarian.
1: However... They may be a little lethargic, and that's normal, right?
17: Right, and we equate that similar to babies. After babies get vaccines, they're a little bit listless the next day.
1: You give a lot of vaccines, I imagine, and you you probably have to deal with a lot of uh, temperamental felines, I would imagine. Do you ever get all scratched up doing that?
17: Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of battle scars in these arms. So, uh, cats and dogs alike. Uh,
1: let's talk a little bit about dogs. What kind of vaccinations do they need?
17: Uh, the core vaccines for dogs were going to be rabies, uh, distemper virus, and parvovirus. Um, those are really the core vaccines. Um, kennel cough um, or, or bordetella is another vaccine which we commonly vaccinate for. Uh,
1: dogs uh, generally they have a more social life. It seems like than felines. They're visiting with other dogs at dog parks, at uh, daycare, doggy daycare. They're exposed to a lot, and kennel cough is one of these, right?
17: Right, and if your pet is in those situations and they like to go to the dog park or you do take a boarding or to a boarding facility, you really need to stay up with a kennel cough because that really is a short-term protection with that vaccine. So that really every six months should be done.
1: Now, what is kennel cough?
17: It's a contagious cough, mm-hmm. uh, a mixed bag of viruses and bacteria. We can vaccinate for the bacterial part, um, and it creates a dry, hacking, miserable mm-hmm. cough.
1: And you said you also vaccinate for parvovirus. Now, I've heard about this. This is, could be fatal.
17: Yes, and we do see some really bad seasons with parvovirus. We're actually in one of them right now here in Las Vegas, um, where um, a lot of young dogs, puppies, um, are uh, coming down with this. They're not completed with their vaccine series or, heaven forbid, haven't had any vaccinations yet. Uh,
1: You say there's a season for this?
17: Yeah, it kind of coincides with when we see puppies and litters being born. Also, when people get outdoors more. Um, So you're taking your dogs out for walks. You're taking them out in environments where they may be exposed to other dogs that could have Parvo
1: And the rabies, vaccination that dogs get, uh, I guess the laws also uh, pretty much dictate how often that happens.
17: Exactly. That is set by the state you live in.
1: And there's no way around
8: that, legally?
17: Not typically. Um, Sometimes we will have medical waivers for pets that have problems, but ultimately state health authorities don't buy it most of the time.
8: Dr. Debbie
1: White, thank you so much for joining
0: us today. Thank you much. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on.
13: Learn more. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People is published ten times yearly. The publisher is a non-profit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax-deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org.
1: Animal Minute is brought to you by Urinoff, the number one vet recommended urine odor and stain remover. To purchase, visit www.urinoff.com. Urinoff, Urinoff, finally, something that works.
5: Dogs are cats, horse or emu,
3: animals are people too. A little dog in Flint, Michigan has found a new friend who is changing her life forever. Rex Miller lost a leg when he tried to jump a train when he was only 15 years old. Miller now owns the Greater Flint Prosthetic Center, where he usually makes artificial limbs for humans. Miller made Peg's new leg for free because her owner works for a nonprofit organization that trains leader dogs for the blind. Peg will eventually be trained to be a service dog, and will probably be working at a nursing home because she seems to be a big hit with the senior citizens. Miller said he just wants everyone to know that there's an option out there for animals as well as humans. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio.
9: Animals are people too. Animal Radio. There's lots of reasons to need a urine odor and stain remover. Your dog's afraid of thunderstorms. Cat hates being alone. You've moved into a new house. But there's only one reason to buy Urinoff, because it actually works. Urinoff's high-performance formula gets to the source of the problem and removes it permanently, even cat urine. Many odor removers claim to work, but thousands of loyal Urinoff customers, even vets, swear by it. If urine odor is a problem in your home, reach for Urinoff, the odor remover that actually works. Available exclusively at www.urinoff.com or your local vet. Did you see the paper? They mentioned cloning animals for food. Seriously? I thought cloning was still pretty experimental. It is. Most of the animals die or are born with some sort of health defect. So why is the FDA going to approve it? I don't know. It's upsetting that the FDA seems to be ignoring scientific evidence that animals in cloning suffer. And the FDA says that it won't even label cloned foods. That's outrageous. Yeah, and we could be eating meat or drinking milk from cloned animals and not even know it. Is there anything we can do to stop this? You can.
8: Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society at www.endanimalcloning.org to learn more about the problems with animal cloning and to help keep cloned food off grocery store shelves. Cloning animals for food is not just about food safety. Animal suffering and other ethical issues have been ignored for too long and must be considered. To learn more, visit www.endanimalcloning.org. Just because we can
16: clone animals for food doesn't mean we should Good.
10: This is Glenn Close on
5: Animal Radio, and remember how very, very important it is to spay or neuter your pet.
0: Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. You could uh, hand me a Kleenex over there, Judy.
3: Oh, here you go. What's the matter? It's kind of a
1: momentous occasion. It's it's bittersweet. It's good. It's all good. Uh huh. Kyle Orent who's got to be almost 10 years old now, Uh huh. came into our lives here at Animal Radio uh, a little over a year ago when he told us about the $20,000 he raised selling lemonade.
3: Lemonade! Wow, that's a lot of money.
1: And he gave all that money to Canine Companions for Independence. Mm -hmm. And I said, so what are you going to do next? And he said, well, I'd like to do a collar auction. A collar auction. I said, what's that? He said, well, I'd like to get some... Collars, dog collars, and get celebrities to sign them and then auction them at charity Air- eBay. And he's raised quite a lot of money. He's got mm-hmm. the, you know, every celebrity that we've had on for the last year, we've asked them if they'd go ahead and sign one of these. No one said no. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with all their help, he's raised a lot of money and the auction, I believe, has just come to an end. And we have him on the phone. Is that correct?
3: Yes, we do. But first, give me that Kleenex there back.
1: <laughs> Sorry about that. Hi Kyle.
3: Hello. How you doing? Good.
1: What are you doing today?
15: Um I got back from school a couple hours ago.
1: How's school going?
15: Good. How's your puppy? Oh she's
1: good. Good. She growing up pretty fast? Yeah, she got a little bigger. <laughs> bigger a little bigger. Well, I guess the big finale's happened. You finished with the yeah. uh, with the collar auction. Yeah. Which collar got the most money?
14: Um, Dean Coons
1: Dean mm-hmm. Coons How much did he get?
14: He we went for somewhere in the
15: 400s
1: Very, Very good. good Do you know what the final tally is? Are the numbers in yet?
15: Um, we have about
1: Wait, let me get a drum roll.
15: Oh, we got over
1: $10,300 $10,300 Is that with your match? Yeah Wow, and that's all going to Canine Companions for Independence.
15: Yeah.
1: Have you told them? Yep. What'd they say? They're happy. <laughs> They're happy. I bet. And I bet you're happy to finish it up because those are a lot of collars there we had going through the uh the old uh Yeah. Yeah. You had to take pictures of them and all of that.
3: Yeah. That was a lot of work, but you did a good job. Thank
1: you. So there you go. You you did the lemonade stand, you did the uh collar auction. Bet you know what questions coming up next.
3: Yeah.
1: What are you gonna do next? That's
15: something I gotta
1: think about. You're gonna think
3: about it this time. You're gonna take a rest for a while, I'm sure. So you've raised a total of thirty thousand three hundred dollars for canine companions. Yeah.
1: Very awesome. Big old congratulations from all of us here. Thank we, you. We think what you what you've done is awesome and we hope you continue in the spirit or at least inspire others thank you. Are you are you going to try to get any of your friends to start doing helping out with the animals by doing this? Yeah. No, okay. I want to thank Bamboo Collars of course who donated the collars. I want to thank all the celebrities that signed collars for you. A lot of them uh, gave of their time to sign collars to make this very successful. Yeah. Do you want to say thanks to anybody? Um yeah, thank you Fritz. Fritz. He's the guy that matched you, huh? Yeah. You're awesome, Fritz. Yes. Here's a big old sloppy kiss for Fritz for matching you, okay? <laughs> that makes it all worthwhile, Jenny. Yes, it does. Inspiring young kids to do wonderful things to help the animals. one 405 8405 Write that on your unk because we'd love to hear from you all week long. You can call us with your questions or... Just to ask us about what the best restaurant in town is <laughs> so we're lucky. here we're here for that uh, you can also email us at your voice at animalradio.com and of course don't forget we are streaming 24 hours a day seven days a week at animalradio.com and on your cell phone any any provider all you got to do is text animal to 27627. And don't forget, we have brand new animal-related headlines at AnimalRadio.com. So much good stuff going on there.
3: And remember, if you get a pet, please spay or neuter. And if it happens to be a cat, don't declaw. And always adopt from your local shelter. I'm Judy Francis.
1: I'm Hal Abrams. We'll see you next week right here for more Animal Radio. Have a great week. Bye-bye. This is Animal Animal Radio
3: Network. Network.